Hey, one of the things I hear from creatives all the time is I don't want to get organized, you know, because that'll get in the way of my creativity. Well, that is a bunch of BS. Getting organized as a creative is actually so important because believe it or not, it will actually make you more creative. Tune in. Well, hello and welcome to the Unstoppably Creative Podcast, where I'm going to show you how to increase your confidence, build momentum, and create wildly successful results. I'm your host, Leslie Becker, and I'm here to help you have an unstoppably creative life. So let's get to it. Well, hello, my friend, and welcome to this episode of the Unstoppably Creative Podcast. I'm Leslie Becker, your host, and I'm looking forward to talking to you about something I am passionate about and that is being organized. Now, I know that goes against everything about a creative brain and how it works, but what I've learned in my years as a multi-creative is when you actually get organized, it actually allows you to be more creative. And I know that because um, as you've heard many times on this podcast, I wrote a book called The Organized Actor that organizes the business side of an actor's career And the minute that kind of got put into place, it allowed me also to harness this notion of being very organized in the pursuit of something very creative. Because here's the thing, creatives are awesome, but we also need some guardrails. We need some guidelines and habits and routine that we do in order for us to be as creative as possible. So this episode is all about unique ways to get organized. But before we dive in, I've got mail. So this message comes from Shelly and Shelly says, Leslie, I've been pursuing my design business for five years and I just can't seem to make it profitable. I'm thinking of quitting. Do you have any tips on how to decide whether it's time to let it go and to just get a regular job? Shelly, thank you so much for writing in and asking this questions. I know that there are other people on this podcast who have thought about this. And I just want to say this, I am so proud of you for these last five years of starting a business, going out on your own, doing your own thing. That is incredible. And even though right now you're struggling in your business, you're trying to figure it all out. I really want you to take a moment to honor what you have done. It is brave and bold to start your own business. I mean, that has got to be applauded. And the truth is that small businesses are the heartbeat of the economy. So I really love that you did that. And I want you to just make sure that whether you choose to stay open or whether you choose to go do something else, I want you to applaud yourself and honor the great work you've been doing in the last five years. But let's talk about going and getting that regular job or about your business, whether it's making a profit or not. I'm going to give you a little harsh truth bomb right now is that The reality is, yes, you have been pursuing your business, but if it is not profitable and there's really no profit coming in, we would consider that still a hobby. And that's okay. That's not a bad thing. But it means that if you really decide, hey, I want to keep doing this, I want to make this work, you've got to start looking at it through the lens of a business, not from a creative mind. You could absolutely go out and get a regular job using your skills with your design business and get paid for it every single day when you walk in the door. That doesn't mean that you can't still do your business on the side, but it might give you an actual added financial foundation for you so that when you have that full-time job, you're doing the work, you're getting paid for what you're great at, 
And then you can continue that side hustle. So until you get to a place where you are making profit in that, and it is feeling like it's fueling your financial security in your life. So two questions I want you to ask yourself is number one, as you're making this decision, I want you to ask yourself first, is most of your day spent designing or is most of your day spent marketing, making sales calls, networking, and all of that? I want to make sure that if you are deciding, hey, I want to spend the next six months, I'm going to give myself six months to get this business actually working toward a profit. You should be spending more of your time marketing, making sales calls, networking, getting in front of as many people as possible in in as many ways as possible. See, here's what happens to a creative and not just a creative. This could happen to somebody who is, you know, um, owns a bakery or, or they, um, are a plumber and they love doing the plumbing, but they're not great at the business side of it. And that could be the case for you that you are spending more time designing and making sure your web website looks amazing. And even, uh, if when you don't have clients that are having you design for them, that you're designing other things. All of that extra time, Shelly, should be spent on building your business. And that is the hardest jump generally for a creative is we usually start a business on something that we're really good at as a creative, but we don't necessarily have the skills it takes to run a business. I want to be really clear. You can get those skills. Those are not things that you just, oh, someone's, you know, can be a business owner and someone can't. No, anybody can start a business, but the people who do well at it are the people who really focus on actually building the business as opposed to doing the creative thing that they did that made them start the business. Does that make sense? So I want you to really be mindful this week to track yourself of how many hours you spend on just designing because you love the creativity and how much you actually spend on putting your business out there in the world. So again, I cannot be the one to tell you whether you should continue with your business or whether you should go get a full-time job, but I can say this. If you feel like after five years, you are not profitable, you can still be a designer and make great money at that working for another company while you're continuing to do your side hustle with your design business. And then it might even happen that your design business then takes over. All right, I hope that was helpful to you and helpful to any of you listening who are struggling with this same thing. And again, thanks for writing in. And if you would like me to answer a uh, question on the podcast, please send me an email at unstoppablycreative at gmail.com. Thank you so much, Shelly. Okay, so let's jump back to our topic, and that is all about organization and how important it is for creatives to have habits and routines, and some kind of structure that actually helps you to be more creative. So I'm going to give you five tips to get yourself organized. And if you're someone who is already organized, I want you to really listen to this because these might be things you're already doing, but I want you to see if there's anything new in here that you can pull from. And if you're someone who who is not organized and you hate even thinking about getting organized, I want you to really lean in. Because I fully believe that when you get your organizational skills in order, it's going to make you more creative. So get out your your pen and paper and let's do it. All right. Organization tip number one. First one is you absolutely must have a written analog calendar. Okay. I know a lot of people are going digital today. Everything is digital. 
But I got to be honest, I still keep an actual analog calendar. Yes, I have it digital, but if it's not written down, like physically written down by my hands, I don't remember. And I want to really encourage you as a creative, when you actually write things down longhand with a pen or pencil in your hand, your body receives it in a different way than just typing on a computer. Your brain cannot process that. When you do it with your hands, it's tactical. It's part of your physical being and your being records that. Your brain records it. And so I want you this week, if you do not have a current calendar of 2023 that is a daily place that you can keep your notes and your schedule, I want you to go out and buy one. You absolutely must do this. I know this might sound so rudimentary, but the reality is there's a lot of creatives that don't do that. And I find that a lot of creatives do not do it well digitally. Even if you are a digital designer or spend all of your your time online and on a computer, a lot of creatives struggle with scheduling and things like that when they do that also digitally. I promise you that if you start writing it down, it's just going to be easier and it's already going to give you a sense of organization. Tip number two. Stop taking on a bunch of new projects. As creatives, we're always excited. We always want to say yes to everything. We have a thousand projects going all at once. But I want you to be very mindful of not taking on new projects starting now. Whatever projects you have in the till that you're working on, some that are further along, some that maybe you're just starting, I want you to focus on those Being mindful about the number of projects that you are juggling is so important. And I know as a creative, we always have lots of different projects going on and we often feel like we have to do that because we never know which one of those projects is going to land. Very much believe in uh, being multi-creative. You don't uh, necessarily need to only do one thing. In fact, in the world today, I think it's way better for someone to have skills in a lot of different areas. But you don't want to spread yourself so thin that you can't actually do the projects that are most important to you. So this week, in this organization you know, challenge that we're going to be in, I want you to look at the projects that you have and decide the ones that you are going to focus on. And do not start any more projects for, let's say, the next three months. Does that sound scary to you? As a creative, it might sound scary. It's like, oh gosh, I can't do anything new. For three months, that sounds really scary. But the reality is, remember a couple episodes ago, I talked to you about the idea book. It doesn't mean that you're not honoring the ideas that you come up with, but you're going to be very mindful that you don't start any new ones for three months. Are you willing to take on that challenge? I think that's a really, really a great challenge, and I hope you will take it on. Tip number three. All right, this is so important. It doesn't matter what creative art or creative entrepreneur you are, you absolutely must create some kind of consistent communication with your tribe, with your customers, with the people who hire you, the people that give you gigs, whatever that might be, you have got to have something consistent that goes out to them to let people know what you're doing and to keep in contact with them. For me, I do that through this podcast. This is my chance to connect with you once a week to give you some tips, to give you a little flavor of what it might be to work with me as a, um, a coach and client. 
Uh, but this is my way to keep in touch with you. I want you to find your own special way. Maybe it's a podcast. Maybe it's a newsletter. Maybe it's um, you know, a, a monthly something funny or a weekly something funny that you do. Whatever it is, find a way to communicate with your tribe and people. And speaking of that, I have a new free guide for you. It is called 52 Ways to Level Up Your Creative Career. I've been working on this for the last month or so. Um, I'm also about to release uh, or launch my new website, and I can't wait to share that with you. But you don't have to wait for the website to launch before you jump in and grab my free guide. Again, 52 Ways to Level Up Your, uh, your Creative Career. And I left that in the show notes on the link in there, and I hope that you will join. And that will also keep you up to date on all the things that I am doing. All right, tip number four. This is a really big one. Tip number four, you have got to organize your space. In a couple of these episodes, I've talked about that our our physical space is a representation of the mind. So if you have a cluttered, crazy workspace, that is probably what it feels like in your mind as well. So this week, if you want to choose one of these organizational tips, and this is the one that really speaks to you, I want you to just clear away the junk, clear away the creative space that you work in, whether that just be a tiny desk in the corner of your room or a whole room that you might have in your house Get it set up for and organized so that you can be your creative self. You know, this weekend I had a funny thing happen um, on um, Friday night at about 9 p.m. I heard that my neighbor next door was having a garage sale on Saturday morning. So literally I thought, okay, if people are going to come to her garage sale, I might as well put things out. And so at nine o'clock the night before, I decided to also have a garage sale And I literally from 9 p.m. until midnight or so, I just went in all over my house, particularly in my creative space, and pulled out all the things I didn't need anymore and got up that morning and had a garage sale with them. And it was a really cool way to just get rid of some clutter. It's clutter that I know has been in there. It's all in closets, so it doesn't feel like clutter because nobody sees it. But the reality is there's stuff in there I just didn't even know was in there. And it was so great to just pull those out, put them in boxes, take them outside. And for anything that didn't sell, I opened up my big hatch on my van, put it all in there and took it down to Goodwill and Habitat for Humanity. Just got rid of all of it. I refused to actually bring it back in my house. So if you are in that place where you know that the clutter is taking up your creative space, make that the way you get organized this week. All right, last but not least is tip number five, and that is this. If you want to get organized as a creative, you absolutely must create rituals every single day. If you're a writer, commit to writing a certain amount of time every single day. If you're an actor, think about putting yourself on camera and on tape every single day or sending out resumes every single day. If you're a musician, practice every day, all the things that make logical sense in our head, but is actually really hard to do. So if you find that you are someone who struggles in that area to do something every day, here's the way to get around that. Don't commit to an hour, commit to only 15 minutes. Do your art, I always like to say, do your art first. 15 minutes is all you need. Decide that you're gonna spend 15 minutes every day on calling people or sending out postcards or reaching out to people 
or 15 minutes a day writing or 15 minutes a day of putting yourself on camera, whatever it is, I want you to find a ritual that you are going to do every single day. That is part of being organized as a creative. And it's also part of actually doing the work. So for the rest of this week, or let's just say the rest of this month, make this month about getting organized. You know, sometimes getting organized takes time. I don't know about you, but I love the beginning of a month or a few days before because I like to clear. I have a giant whiteboard in my creative space that is a cal- one of them is a calendar, and I like to clean that all off and start fresh with a new month. And that I place all the important dates in there, all my goals and visions for this month, and they're all big and and giant on a wall for me to see. Now, you don't have to do it on a giant whiteboard. If you have a smaller something or a book or whatever you want to do it in, do it there. But find a way to put those habitual things, track those habits and routines so that it's in front of you all the time and that you are committing to getting organized this month. All right, that's what I've got for you today, my friend. I hope that was helpful to you. And hey, don't pretend that getting organized is going to uh, you know, mess with your creativity. It's not. It's actually going to make it better. It's going to make you more creative. So embrace organization this month. Embrace organization this week. And I look forward to talking to you next time. And until then, keep living your own stopping with creative life. Bye-bye.